You're listening to the Clergy Chick Podcast. My name is Rhonda Blevins. I'm the Clergy Chick. From April the 5th, 2020, for Chapel by the Sea in Clearwater Beach, Florida. The text is Matthew chapter 21, verses 1 through 11. Today's message was recorded in a public park, so you'll hear the sounds of me crunching on the leaves as I walk, some wind noise, the birds chirping. Perhaps you'll get a better understanding of why I chose this setting for this message. Enjoy! When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, The Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, look, your king is coming to you, humble, mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest heaven! When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. that we read today from the Gospel of Matthew, there's a tremendous amount of movement in this story. You see, in the Synoptic Gospels, in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, we're told that Jesus began his day in the city of Jericho, which was, as the crow flies, some, I don't know, 16 miles, but because of the terrain, it's craggy and rocky and arid, desert between the two cities would have been probably more like 18, 19 miles, something like that. And it was uphill all the way. The change in elevation would have been 3,300 feet from Jericho to Jerusalem. So we don't know how long the journey was, maybe five, six hours on foot, uphill all the way. And so when Jesus begins to enter into Jerusalem, And this is the strange part of the story. He tells two of his disciples to go ahead of them and and find a donkey tied with its colt and bring it to Jesus. And if anybody asks any questions, just tell the owner that the Lord is in need of it. Well, the disciples do what Jesus asks of them and they find the donkey tied to the colt. 
and they bring it to Jesus and they take their outer garments, their jackets, and they put it on the donkey and on the colt. And some of them spread their outer garments on the ground in front of Jesus and others grab palm branches and start waving them and placing them on the ground before Jesus shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Now I've heard this story my whole life, but a few years ago I heard an interpretation of it that just made everything click. It's one of those things like you hear it and you can't unhear it, you see it so you can't unsee it. And this interpretation is like that for me. See, Marcus Borg and John Dominic Crossan teach this story as holy protest. They talk about how on the other side of Jerusalem, on the western side, that Pontius Pilate would have been coming into the city from Caesarea. And Pilate wouldn't have been coming to celebrate the feast of the Passover. No, Pilate and his swarm of Roman soldiers would have been entering into the holy city to make sure that people knew who was in charge. You see, a gathering, a festival like this would have been a great time for an uprising against the Roman rule. So Pilate and the Roman soldiers were making their way into the holy city. Can you see Pilate riding in on a stallion or maybe a chariot? Roman soldiers marching into the city to make sure the people knew who was in charge. I don't know, maybe they had sharpened their swords just hoping for an uprising. And that would have been happening on the western side of Jerusalem, but here on the eastern side, is Jesus riding in on an ass. This is a lampoon. This is a mockery of the Roman Empire. Jesus riding in on an ass, the people shouting and waving palm branches, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. You see, this is like Chevy Chase doing Gerald Ford or or maybe Dana, Dana Carvey doing George H.W. Bush, or Alec Baldwin doing Donald Trump. This is satire. And this isn't the only protest that Jesus has planned. The scriptures tell us that Jesus and his disciples go into the temple once they arrive. It's getting late because it took them a while to get from Jericho, right? They get to the temple and Jesus kind of looks around. Uh, not today, guys. Let's go back and maybe we'll try this again tomorrow. So they go back to Bethany and spend the night. And then you know what happens on Monday, right? Monday of Holy Week. Jesus goes into the temple and he turns over the money changers tables. Is this a fit of rage or maybe this is a planned protest too? Now, if the first protest is against the Roman Empire, this one is against the temple authorities. So two protests, one on a donkey making fun of the Roman Empire, and the second in the temple, chastising the leaders of the temple for selling out. Two protests in a regime like the Roman Empire. That didn't just take courage, 
That took chutzpah. Courage. What is courage, anyway? It certainly isn't the absence of fear. In fact, I think courage requires fear, doesn't it? There's no courage without fear. No, courage is doing what's right in the face of fear. I've seen some courage on display this past week. Our choir, with its inability to get together and sing and make beautiful music to lead us in the worship of the Lord, they thought they'd try something new. So they got online and each sang their own part and somehow digitally they put it all together so that we might worship. Now this isn't what our music director trained for. He didn't learn that in music school. And I'm pretty sure that this isn't what our musicians would have preferred. And it probably took more than a little bit of courage to put their voice out there like that, to get over their inhibition of singing like that. But they did it so that we might worship. What courage that took. What chutzpah. And then this week I learned about some of you making phone calls to people you don't know that well, but who might need a little extra love, a little extra care during this time of social distancing and isolation. And so you got over your inhibitions, you became vulnerable, and you made calls to people who might need a little touch of love. That takes courage. That takes vulnerability. What courage you showed. What chutzpah. And then there's our healthcare workers, not only in our own community, in our own nation, but across the world, and even in our own church. Doctors and nurses putting themselves on the line to care for someone else's loved one. They're doing this without the proper protection that they need. Why are they doing this? Is it calling? Is it compassion? What is that? It's courage and it's chutzpah. So I wonder, what might God be calling us to risk in this moment? See, this is no time for cowards. This is time for courage. This is time to step out in new ways, to make phone calls to people we never thought we'd call, to reach out across cyberspace and dial into Zoom. This is a time for us to rise up and put ourselves out there maybe more than ever before. We have to. We have to find new ways to connect. Our mental health depends on it. Our church depends on it. But if you listen, maybe you can hear the voice of the crowd saying, Hosanna, blessed is he, blessed is she, blessed are they who come in the name of the Lord. And if you listen, maybe you can hear Jesus himself saying, blessed are you who comes in the name of the Lord. Let's rise up, church. Let's find new, creative, bold, and courageous ways to be the church. 
The world needs us right now. Thanks for tuning in to the Clergy Chick Podcast. Until next time, keep on shining.